KT, have you noticed that interest rates long-term are starting to go down little by little? Yeah, what are we going to do about it? I tell you what I think everybody should do about it. You should go to myalliant.com and take advantage of the one-year to 17-month certificate of deposit. They're currently paying 5.15% or 5.20% for amounts of $75,000 or more. Tell them one more time, KT, where they should go. Go to myalliant.com today. Now you know. All right, Susie, KT, are you ready for today's podcast? Yeah, Robert, of course we're ready. Because we are unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. I'm so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. July 20th, 20th, KT. Guess what that is? 20th. 24 hours from today is what? Yeah. My birthday, birthday, baby. Don't tell them how old I'm going to be. Why not? Because I think it's important. What, are you upset that you're going to be 71? (laughs) What did I just tell you? Oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. why'd you do, all right, Robert, erase it. No, Robert, you leave it (laughs) right in there. Robert, edit, 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 edit. Just so all of you know. I like saying 70. Right. Well, that's nice. I used to like saying 60. (laughs) I hope you're going to like. Remember when we said 50? I remember when we said 50. Yeah. That's some story we should tell one day. Oh, my God. No way. Oh, my God. Susie's 50th and my 50th, unbelievable. But anyway, July 20th, 2023, everybody, welcome. Happy birthday to all the cancers out there and all of our... My brother's birthday is today. And, and, and I think it's my niece's birthday, Amy. You do? Yeah. Happy birthday, everybody. Anyway, this is the Women in Money podcast, and everybody's smart enough to listen. This is the KT and Susie edition. I love these. Do you know how much easier it is to do this? Why don't we just do this instead of Susie's school? Oh, people will get upset, but you never know. Maybe. Maybe next year that's what we'll do. I could be the one that that introduces Susie's school. (laughs) What would that mean? Then we only do one podcast a week. We do one really long one, like a great one, like a thorough part A and B, but do it All right, let's just get to the Ask Susie and Katie Anything podcast. This is first question from Emily. Hi, Susie and Katie. I am an avid listener of yours and have been for my whole adult life. Almost exactly 10 years ago, I was on the Can I Afford It segment of the Susie Orman Show, and I was approved. So fast forward 10 years later, I'm now 33, still feel just as empowered with managing my money as I did then. Within the last year, our income has now exceeded the Roth IRA threshold. We both already fully fund our Roth 401ks. I think, Susie, she's referring to both as her and her spouse. Yeah. So we already fund our Roth 401ks through our employers. We've started reallocating the Roth IRA money into an after-tax option with a Roth conversion. 
that fortunately both of our companies currently offer. Would I pass a quizzy with my solution or do you suggest I consider something different? Do you want that to be your pop quizzy? No way. You, <laughs> no, this is an opening Roth question. You answer it, girl. You, right. So <laughs> listen to me, my dear Emily. So by the way, everybody, the Can I Afford It segments on the Susie Orman Show Best. were so popular, it's not even funny. And you can watch the Susie Orman Show on Free V. It's the free version that Amazon offers for all of you. All 600 episodes are there, and people are writing saying they love watching them again, especially my expressions as I'm answering things. <laughs> so just so we're clear, everybody, on what Emily is asking, obviously, Emily and her spouse make more than $228,000 a year of adjusted gross income, so they no longer qualify for a Roth IRA. They're making too much money. Good on you, girl, friend. She's the, approved again. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> okay. Not necessarily, Emily. So what Emily is saying, everybody, is that the company that she works for allows her to fund her traditional 401k with after-tax contributions. Most corporations allow you to do that, by the way. And therefore, she can put money in her traditional 401k with after-tax contributions, and then they are allowing her to take that amount of money and convert it to a Roth 401k, if I am reading this correctly. And she wants to know, would I pass the quizzy? And you absolutely would, Emily. Fabulous. However, you also even besides that, if you wanted to, you could absolutely, if you don't have a traditional IRA or a SEP IRA or a simple IRA, you could also besides that do a back door Roth IRA. So you could have your cake and eat it too, where you simply take the same concept and you fund your traditional IRA with after-tax money. So you make it non-deductible. So after-tax money is just simply money that you have. And therefore, what do you do with it? You put it in a traditional IRA, but you make it non-deductible, and then you convert it to a Roth IRA because there are no income limitations to convert. So that's what you should also be doing as well. Next question, KT. Okay, this is from CD. Hi, Susie and KT. I was in a lengthy high-conflict divorce which was finalized a couple of years ago. Since then, I paid off 50K of debt and increased my emergency savings to 25000 CD, you might not think I remember you, but I remember you writing me in the year 2019. Wow. And you were in the most horrific relationship with, with $50,000 of debt and all of these things, horrific, abusive 
horrific relationship. And do you remember, CD, we wrote back and forth to each other. And for me now to be seen that you are out of $50,000 of debt, everything, KT will continue to read. I am so proud of you. I can't even tell you, CD. Oh my God. And everybody listening to this, if you could have read about the situation that CD was in all those years, you would know that anything and everything is possible in life to correct your situation. All right, let me hear what CD's up to. Okay, so she paid off the debt. She has an emergency savings of $25,000. Fabulous. I've saved up a few thousand in cash vehicles for my young son's future educational expenses. And she increased her work retirement contributions to 8% and increased her monthly Roth IRA contributions to $100. So she said, I also started very small investing in ETFs and stocks at a discount brokerage to dip my toe in the investment world. Oh, God, CD. Well, she's brave. Listen to me, CD. You have no idea how brave this woman is. Mm, I don't know. No, her situation was so horrific. CD, you did it. You did it. But she still needs your advice. This is the the end, hopefully, of her journey and the beginning of a new path. I am still renting due to living in a high-priced area. She lives in Southern California. Mm -hmm. She said, Susie, I'm unable to move due to shared custody and do not live near any family or friends. I desperately want to buy a home for me and my son. I'm worried it'll take me over 10 years to save up for a deposit on a home. So my question is, what else can I be doing to save for a home? Hmm. So her son's relatively young. I guess he'll be with her for a while. He'll be with her for a little bit. So she says here that she needs it because Katie just handed me your email CD that you'd have to save up over $100,000 for a deposit on a home. All right. First of all, CD, here's the true bottom line. You are capable of doing anything and everything that you want to do. And if it's true that it's going to take you 10 years plus to save up for $100,000 to put just a deposit on your home. All right, you start now, you do everything that you've done. Look at, look at what you did in just four years since 2019, that you paid off $50,000, you saved $25,000, you have all this money. Don't tell me that a woman like you cannot save enough money and figure it out just like you did a few years ago and put it towards the home. Obviously, put it somewhere where you can get the highest interest rate possible. You know, if you want to just start saving little amounts of money, even take advantage of the $100 a month at Alliant Credit Union and the Ultimate Opportunity Savings Account, because even just $100 a month You put that in and you do that every month for 12 months. At the end of those 12 months, they'll give you $100 if you do it right away and you keep doing it every single month. The reason that I would want you to do that rather than putting $100 a month in a money market fund or something that will pay you 4 or 5%, because if you really did the calculation of where you put in $100 a month, and you're making 3.10% and they give you $100, 
at the end of the time, that calculates to be between a 16 and 18% return on your money. Do you hear me? And that type of return, you can't get anywhere. So everything you can do like that is fabulous. However, there are a lot of single mothers out there. And a lot of you are faced with this exact same problem that you can't afford a home, you can't leave the area, whatever it may be, but you want to provide a home. You don't want to be trapped to these rent increases and what rents are going for right now. There is an organization, and I think all of you that are in that situation where you are a single mother with a child, maybe even two children, I want you to check out an organization called Co-Abode. You would go to Co-Abode, that's C-O-A-B-O-D-E, coabode.com. And what they have done if for single mothers, it's home sharing and a friendship network. So mothers who especially have kids that all of a sudden are in a situation where the kids are young, they can't afford rent, they're really struggling. They all get together and they live together and form a new family. And Coabode matches you to the other women and kids that would be perfect for your situation. And it's really something that all of you should look into. Maria Schweiver just did an entire piece on it. And I'm sure you could find it on the Today Show. I'm sure it's in their archives. I think last week she did it. Or whenever she did it. But it's, it's something I'm telling you as a single mother, you're struggling, you're renting, you can't afford these rents. Check it out. The women that have been doing this are loving it. But CD, I'm telling you this. You were a warrior. You did not turn your back on the battlefield. Girlfriend, you can do anything and everything that you desire. So if you want to do this, I know you will find a way to do so. KT, next question. This is from Summer. I love that name. Because you love summer. I love summer. I always love summer. Everybody, it's like 100 degrees here. On I the love island. it. It's, you can barely go out. Now, that's true throughout the entire United States. KT is in her glory. <laughs> I come out the other day, and what is Colo doing? He's trimming trees that are like 50 feet coconut trees tall. KT is pulling the leaves that he's trimmed. Palm fronds, huge. Huge, to the front. It's 100 degrees out there. We are sweating up a storm and loving it. And they are it. loving it. Oh, my God. All right. So this is from Summer. Summer's a teacher, by the way, Susie, and I love teachers. She teaches English. So, hey, Susie I and KT. Oh, I don't know so what bad. I love more about you two, your financial advice or your banter. Do we banter? Yes, we banter all the time. We do. And if you think we just banter on the Women and Money podcast, we seriously banter when we're not on this podcast. It doesn't last long, the bantering. Well, bantering isn't bad. Bantering is like we're talking right now. We're bantering. Oh. So like I just telling everybody you you take things and you're you're taking those big palm frongs out in hundred degree. That's bantering. 
Not bickering, we're bantering. Okay. I just listened to Susie's podcast that focused on the difference between 401ks and Roth IRAs. I would love your advice about how to pay off my HELOC. Hmm. I currently owe $5,000. Because interest rates are likely to rise, I'm wondering if I should take $5,000 from my Roth IRA. No. No. Okay, no, there you go. There's no. your answer, Summer. So, Summer, I answered Short this. Short and sweet. I answered this on one of the previous podcasts. It's not going to take you long to pay off $5,000. In fact, KT just handed me your email, and it says it's going to take you about six to eight months to pay off. No, you don't take money out of a Roth IRA. And the reason that is, once you take it out, it's not in there anymore, and then you miss that. Uh, no, just no, you're not going to do that. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. This is from Maria. Next question. KT and Susie, ready? She chose I you like, because yeah, you said KT, KT first. first. I listen to you faithfully every week. Thank you for empowering women with money. I am 53. I have two children. 20 and 16. I am the sole provider for the three of us. <laughs> I, I chose it because of this. Their father is a knucklehead and I'm happily divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to laugh at that description, but I haven't heard that in a long, long time. I now have an extra $3,000 a month in take-home pay. My question is, what to do with that extra money? I have a 12-month emergency fund. I have money saved for college, although not enough because who could ever afford these prices? And I have a 3% mortgage, which I'm paying down and have another 16 years to go. Susie, I know you say take care of yourself first, and every financial planner says to plan for retirement first. I am a first generation. My parents were factory workers. I paid for my own college education and law school. I went to school and worked and had no fun because I had no money. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. I think you can still have fun without money. Mm -hmm. So in any event, she said, I want what every parent wants. I want to give my kids a leg up. I really am trying to do the right thing, especially since I'm the only functioning parent my kids have. All right. You listen to me now, my love, and you listen to me. You know, wait, I have to just say something to you. What? Um, well, to her, to Maria, I didn't have any money in college and I worked three jobs. I had more fun in those years than in my lifetime. And I worked three jobs and I didn't have any money. Yeah, I only worked. <laughs> yeah, and Susie I only worked, worked two jobs. But didn't you have fun in college? Oh my God, I loved college. Yeah. And we, a lot of, we, but we that's not the point, Maria. And everybody, I really want you to listen to me. And here's what I want to say. Maria, may you for the next 16 years, which is what you said you have left on your mortgage, may you stay healthy. May you always be able to work. May everything always go the way that you need it to. May you never suffer in any possible way. I wish that for every single one of you. I can't even tell you how much I wish that for you. However, KT, how old was I? right? When my life changed, I was 69 mm -hmm. with the tumor they found. And the truth is, you never know what can happen and when it can happen. You just never know. So if I were you, 
I would not be worrying about my kids. It's not about them having fun, Maria. It's about them learning responsibility and learning how to make the most out of whatever they do have. So don't do that to them. Sometimes when you make things easy, you actually hurt them. A lot of my friends whose parents paid for them and everything to go through college, oh, please, they never made anything out of their lives to tell you the truth. So it can go either way, just so you know. So therefore, if you have an extra $3,000 a month in take-home pay, I would put it and start investing it for myself in regular investment accounts. I would probably take $1,500 of that $3,000 a month, and I would put it towards the home and pay off the mortgage on the home so that you can own your home outright before you are 69 years of age. Why not own it outright when you're like, 60, when you're 55, whatever it may be. And then you'll have a whole lot of money that maybe then you can help your child pay off the loans that they take out. But no, don't put your kids before you. Do you hear me? It's really just that simple. Yeah. Okay. Next question is from Sai. Here's the question, Susie. If I contribute to 401k, am I eligible to contribute to a traditional IRA? Yes. Okay, there's the answer. (laughs) Psi and yes are three letters simple. Now, why is it that all of you think that if you max out your retirement plan at work, that disqualifies you from a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. It does not. Can you all finally understand that you legally can have a 401k, a 403b, or a TSP at work, and you can have either an IRA, a Roth IRA. You can have both if you want, but you cannot contribute more than the maximum allowed, which is 6,500 this year if you're under 50, 7,500 if you're 50 or older, in a combination of the two, whether it's a traditional or a Roth. And truthfully, I don't know why you would ever have a traditional. Okay, next question under the subject. It said, KT, pick me. KT, pick me. So this is from Chris. Chris, I'm picking you. Hi, Susie and KT. Huge fan. I have NY529 plans, I guess New York 529 plans for my kids. We got a notice that the age-based portfolios are automatically going to be switching on July 27th, 2023 to a target enrollment portfolio unless I say I don't want to switch. I'm wondering, should I go along with it or what? Susie, the oldest kid is seven. Any advice? That's from Chris. Pick me. So just so you know, Chris, age-based portfolio is usually based on the age of the kid, and they simply just, you know, invest according to age. And when maybe the kid is expected to go to college, a target enrollment portfolio is really when that kid is actually going to go. When are they going to enroll in school? The truth of the matter is, I don't like any of them. Don't you have another choice within the New York system? Why don't I like it? I'm going to say this 
over and over again. You don't invest according to how old you are or what you're going to do. When it's so many years away, you invest according to what the economy is doing. If you had an enrollment portfolio back just a year or two ago when interest rates were going up so much, and therefore they would have been mainly in bonds, that portfolio would have gone down significantly and you would have been hurt. So I like you invest in what you should be investing according to what the economy is doing. Just my two cents. However, if you have to choose between one or the other, I don't have a problem with you going with the target enrollment if you have to choose. Are you ready for your quizzy? Yeah, what is it? All right. So everybody, this is a quizzy for KT and this is a quizzy for all of you. By the way, if you want to write in a question for the Ask Susie and KT Anything, you write it to Ask Susie Podcast at gmail.com. Got that? That's S-U-Z-E, ask Susie podcast at gmail.com. And put in the title something that will attract KT's attention. Cause <laughs> pick that's, me, pick me, pick me. Because that's how she kind of chooses them. And if she chooses it, we're going to answer them just like we're doing right now. Good afternoon, Susie. I do not understand what to do with my 401k or 403b KT, you are on a 401k kick. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. I still don't get it. Want to know something? Somebody wrote me and said how difficult this is for her. And she's trying her best, but she just turn, tunes out. She can't do it. And then she says, look at KT. <laughs> You've been trying to teach her for 20 For all these years. years. And she still doesn't get it. So that makes me feel good. I'm serious. I'll show you this email that I just got. So I'm going to really try. I'm going to try, but I just so don't like it. And to all of you, you got to learn to like it. But anyway, I do not understand what to do with my 401k or 403b. I am 44 years old. This person is married with two kids. I have these accounts from old jobs. I just got a letter that the 401k plan from her old job, KT, is being terminated and she has three options. All right, everybody. So I imagine that there are many of you out there that have 401k plans with old employers. And for whatever reason, you've left them there, although you probably should have done an IRA rollover, but that's besides the point. And all of a sudden, you get a letter from your old employer saying, we are terminating the 401k plan. And you have three options. You can do a direct rollover with it, do you know what that is, KT? A direct rollover? Yeah. It can be rolled over from her 401. <laughs> Here she goes again. <laughs> Don't ask me those questions. <laughs> All right. So since KT doesn't know what a direct rollover I is. I didn't say <laughs> All right. So what's a direct rollover? What's a direct rollover? You just, you just do it. You just do it. Direct. Right, never mind, everybody. All right, I'll, just, I'll just try this on my own. A direct rollover where is where it goes from the company, the old 401k company, directly to 
an IRA rollover that was set up at a brokerage firm or a discount brokerage firm somewhere. And it goes directly from the ex-employer to that direct mm. rollover. Or a cash distribution. Mm-mm. Wait, where they just simply send her the cash. Or a combination of them both. Wait, a little more complicated here now. I have $15,000 in debt with credit cards and my vehicle. My mother-in-law said I could cash out and put it all in a CD. I was thinking pay off debt and save $400 a month in a savings account and put the rest in a different plan. Now, she doesn't tell us how much money is in this ex-employer's 401k plan. But obviously, it's enough to pay off $15,000 in debt and put more money into a savings account. What should she do? Go with your what you want to do, Dara. <laughs> That's what she wrote. Right. Go with it. Do that. So you want her to cash out the 401k. Well, what are the tax implications? That's my girl. Yeah, I think that you don't even have to do a combination. Can't she just do the direct rollover and then, then do she, all that? Nope. When she does a rollover, oh, it's then in you an do IRA a, do rollover. a combination. But she has to pay taxes, mm-hmm. right? Well, what do you think she should do? No, KD, this is your quizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the cash distribution. If you do a combination, I don't know. How much money is in there? I don't know. She She wants to get rid of the debt, right? She can do a combination. I would do a combination so you feel good about getting rid of your debt on the vehicle and the credit cards. And maybe this will give her an opportunity to really be smart and, and kind of. And then if you do a combination, just do enough to get rid of the debt. All right, what what should she do? A direct rollover? All right, you listen to me, Dara. You are 44 years of age. Any money that you withdraw from this traditional 401k is not only taxable, but there is a 10% penalty on it as well. All right, direct rollover, direct rollover, direct rollover. Too late, KT. You got dinged. All right. So Wait, let me answer her. Okay, listen to Susie. Stop bantering with me now. I'm not. I'm just trying to go back to my original yeah, thought. Yeah, because you want to be right. All right, go for I knew the taxes have to come Katie, into play. stop. <laughs> okay, Help go me, for everybody. So listen to me, Dara. Let's just say, since I don't know how much you have in there, that all you had in there was $15,000, because obviously you have at least that since you say it will pay off your debt with credit cards and everything like that. And you took that $15,000 and you listened to me versus your mother-in-law. Don't you dare listen to your mother-in-law about money at all, because she obviously doesn't know what she's talking about. But that's besides the point. Don't tell your spouse that I said that. Okay. If you put that $15,000, you listen to me and you do a direct rollover with it. Number one, if you wanted to, you could start to convert it to a Roth IRA little by little. And without having to pay any taxes or penalties, if you just did little amounts, but let's just say you left it in a traditional IRA rollover. Do you know in 26 years when you would be 70, which is the current age of KT today, 
not tomorrow, <laughs> but today. All right. All right. Do you know at just an 8% annual average rate of return, which is nothing, you would have $111,000. So you want to give up essentially $111,000 simply to do what? Pay off $15,000 today of debt? No. And do you know that most people who clear up their credit card debt, now you have all this available limit on your credit cards, you, you rack it right back up again. So therefore, you are not to do that. You are not to do that. You are not to do that, girlfriend. Right, KT? Take us out. You want me to take us out? Take us out, Susie. Susie, wish me a happy birthday. KT, I don't even know how to wish you a happy birthday. Every day's like a birthday with us, right? Only because I don't have words. Like, Are you getting emotional? I am, because I'm a master of words. Correct? You don't have any birthday wishes? I don't have words grand enough. Oh. Grand enough to express my love and gratitude for your birth. You have made this world a fabulous place, not just for me, KT, but for every single person that listens to you on this podcast, for every single person that meets you, that comes just even glances at you because your smile can light up somebody's heart. I don't have words to explain the magnitude of your birthday. All I know is your birthday is the greatest gift because your birthday has given you to me. Oh, that's those words are. I'll take them, Susie. I'll take that. That's I, enough. She's getting all choked up. But everybody. every year, what do I do on your birthday, KT? What do I write for you? She writes me the most beautiful letter, and I keep them and I keep them close to my heart. But these letters are just unbelievable. One day, I hope I can publish them. Yeah, and I'll. And may I wish all of you. Oh, she's all choked up, everybody. (laughs) So may I wish all of you that you all have a love in your life that you feel that way about. And if you don't have a love in your life, which is somebody else, I hope you feel that way about yourself. May you always be your own greatest gift. So what all of you would be so great if you could say, on KT's birthday, say it, birthday Wherever girl. Wherever I go, I will create a more joyful, peaceful, and loving world. And the truth is, that is exactly what KT does. And yeah, if you baby. do that, they will be what, KT? Unstoppable. Happy birthday, baby doll. And Lena, too. Yeah, happy birthday, Lena. Bye-bye. I'm unstoppable, I'm a buzzer with no brakes, I'm invincible, yeah, I win every single day, mine's so powerful, I don't need batteries to play, I'm so confident, yeah, I'm unstoppable today, unstoppable today. Stop a boat today. 
Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.